0: You're
1: listening to Anime XM with Boba and Mocha. The number one anime podcast in the universe. Because we said so. Welcome to today's episode of Anime XM. I'm Boba. And I'm Mocha. And today we're talking about gender in anime. Ooh, this is going to be a fun one. So we have one of our interns who did not decide to skip. Actually, Lord Rito technically did not skip his internship. He said that he is feeling ill. So get well, Lord Rito. We have Hoshiru, our other intern, joining us in studio today. And we also have a very special guest. We have Ash. She is an advocate for gender equality. The perfect guest to have on today. At
0: least she doesn't have a ball and chain keeping her locked in this room.
1: Is that how you feel about your class?
0: I'm talking about this actual chain on my ankle that keeps me here?
1: Oh, right. Mm, I forgot about that. So welcome, Ash. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Pretty good.
2: So tell us a little bit about how gender and equality is important to you. So I've always been a big fan of anime. and. And I'm also part of the LGBT community, so I've seen a lot of gender issues and taking classes on cultural diversity, which which deals with gender equality and the LGBT community. And with that, I'm also a big fan of anime. I'm a cosplayer, and and there's a lot of LGBT and and trans people in the community. So
1: that brings us to today's topic, gender stereotype, which is very common in anime. And in real life, too. Even in American animation or movies or regular life, people stereotype people based on their gender. But in anime, it's sometimes even to a comical level. Like, they'll have female characters that are so overly female and they're, they're, you know, pink hair, pink outfit, you know, sparkles and bubbles and rainbows and, like, you know, you've got those and then the super masculine characters, too. Big muscles and crazy hair and... Right. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> JoJo's is a great example of gender stereotype. Yeah, like, like it's like <laughs> they have to be, like, the damsel in distress or the mom Macho Man, like, where is your in between? I mean, I know there's some characters that are, but obviously in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, they love really hanging on to that super masculine and super feminine like, it's too extreme.
3: One of my favorite animes is this zombie. A magical girl meets up with the main character, who's a zombie, and the magical girl accidentally transfers her power to the zombie, and apparently gets more powerful as she gets more cute. And so when he, when she transfers her power to him accidentally, he then gets her power and he has to get cute to get more powerful and defeat all these <laughs> monsters. And it's crazy because all of his friends at school are like, are you cosplaying? Like that's so weird, what are you doing? And he's in this dress like just murdering
1: these monsters, like tearing them wow. apart. Tenshi Muyo, one of my 90s anime favorites. They have two women who one of them is actually the super feminine princess. She's the princess of Jirai and she's oh, she laughs like that. And even in the in the Japanese anime English, she laughs like a little prissy girl. And uh, but then her basically her arch nemesis is the space pirate rio who's kind of a a tomboy woman, like she's not non-sex so feminine. So I guess it kind of do have at least one of those extreme female characters in it.
0: Well, speaking of princess, there is also Rui from Dr. Stone, who is the twin sister of Kohaku which are polar opposites of each other. Rui is the sickly girl who is literally the princess of the village, and they have to, the men have to fight over who gets to marry her.
1: Oh goodness. oh goodness.
0: But if you go on the opposite spectrum, her stereotypical stuff, there's also her sister, Kohaku. the twin. They're, they are twins, but Kopaku is the girl who is the brute. Like, she outstrengths every man in the village and fights lions and Whatever else comes their way, but she also there. She's also made fun of her brute strength, like most animes do. They call they call her like gorilla strength or lion strength woman.
1: Oh yeah, they like come over here and say that to my face. Oh, they do. <laughs> they
0: do all the time, and then she beats oh, them up for it.
1: Nice. Well, we love it maybe. whenever women stand up for themselves. Oh yeah, I guess some of the extreme masculine male characters, uh, Dragon Ball Z, like everyone's so muscular, and the way they're drawn, not really their personalities necessarily, because you know, some of them are kind of bubbly for guy, I mean Goku is kind of bubbly for a guy, but you know, but they all have those extreme, you know, they're drawn, so maybe it's an Akira Toriyama art style thing.
0: Even the NPCs are... Drawn muscular people who don't even matter. Right, they're in the background <laughs> right. for some reason. They're just overly buff for some reason.
1: <laughs> they obviously train on the weekends. There's a, like, you know. there's, a, there's
0: a guy who's a truck driver in the Cell Saga who gets in a wreck. He gets out. He's just
1: just this big old dude. Like. like you're a
0: truck driver. <laughs>
1: maybe maybe he trains on the weekends in his own hyperbolic time chamber. I don't know. Just
0: unreasonably buff right? all of them.
1: We totally talk about this more because he's the major buff.
0: The manliest of men, and he
1: goes the Tony too. What right. about like Berserk?
0: There's two. T- I mean, there's the princess Charlotte, who she is. Uh, she's the dainty little princess, and she's the typical oh
1: The
2: damsel.
0: Yeah, she's the damsel. You know, she would
2: be an example.
0: Her only important role in the whole show is that she is used by Griffith as a stepping stone to get into power. Oh,
2: that sucks.
0: And, and that's how it is. That's right. She eventually becomes queen after her father dies, but but
1: she's an she's a super. Feminine oh yeah, female. she's
0: she's all like, the "Here's DNA. my handkerchief. Go out into battle and bring it back to me." Oh, right. But then there's Kasuka, who is literally the polar opposite. She's a warrior through and through, always in the battlefield, fighting, trying to be a Mamba. While but she also tries to keep her feminine. Like whenever she's not in the battlefield, she tries to be somewhat feminine. She's in love with some of the characters. She's more. She t- uses her size and her speed to her advantage. Instead of makes up her size, she compensates with speed. Mm-hmm. We have the hulking mass that is Biscuit from Hunter Hunter.
1: Oh, another really sure Hunter,
0: Hunter Hunter is basically well, the girl. She's actually like a forty-year-old woman, but she uses her nin, which is their version of magic, to turn herself into a lolly girl, which is like she's super tiny all the time, but whenever she gets serious, she lets out her true self. She turns into this eight foot tall, hulking mass of muscle, just beats the ever-loving crap out of everything.
3: And in Seven Deli Sins, there's Elizabeth, who actually takes action and goes and seeks out Meliodas and the sins to help her take down
1: the holy knights. And she's an interesting character, too, because she is very feminine. She's very busty. She's very, you know, she has that, like, sweet voice. Mm-hmm. Um She's, like, super feminine, but yet she's got this strength to her, too. So she's sort of like, she's not a damsel, but she's feminine. She's, like, she's a nice balance. So not that, you know. They handle gender so interestingly with female characters in handling.
3: And then there's the like overly really sexy Merlin.
1: Right. <laughs> just she's just an anomaly and yeah, like half naked and
0: That's yeah. because she's overpowered and doesn't care about anything. She and... don't
1: need clothes. Mm-mm.
0: Well, she does wear clothes.
1: She only needs them so they don't have to censor it. <laughs> <laughs> they love sexy outfits oh, instead Seven Deadly, sins so i notice. Mm-hmm. Like the The fact that the waitress outfits like that Elizabeth wears where it's that uniform that's like their uniform but it's like midriff revealing and like it's so short. Even
0: Gowther wears
1: it. Right. Some male characters actually kind of fit both of those descriptions. Some of them are overly male and then not.
0: Like Eskenar from the same show The Seven Daily Sins. Yeah. By day he is the manliest man. I'm talking about full on 1970s handlebar mustache. No shirt, ripped to. Can, muscles. He, has, he has muscles on muscles upon muscles.
1: <laughs> muscles for days.
0: Even his soul has muscles. That even I remember her name, but she could. try to eat his soul to kill him, but it was too much for her to handle. Uh, too,
1: uh, too melascula. Yeah, melascula. <laughs> <laughs> to Muscles protecting his soul, pretty awesome. Yeah, but then, but then sometimes. But then
0: during is, the night, he is the weakest of all the humans and race. He is the weakest of the weak. He,
1: he's kind of like he, a male damsel. <laughs>
0: he requires to be saved at
2: night.
1: Well, the sun, the sun gives him his strength. Yeah. So yeah. When yeah. the sun shines on him, he just <laughs> That kind of reminds me, not the character, but I mean the, the changing back and forth from super masculine to not all might and small might. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, from My Hero Academia, which is one of the hottest animes out there. But yeah, like, uh, when he's small might. But it's, it's his, that's his power and it, it, he can't hold on to it that long. So he's either super, you know, superhero, big, man, you know, and then his physique dramatically changed. He almost looks like he's emaciated when he's small might, but then he's big swole when he's all might. One of the stereotypes, that I like, I don't know why I like this so much in anime, but a lot of the bishonen or beautiful boy characters, they're just drawn so pretty that if they were a female, I mean, that would be fine because they're just so pretty. One of my favorite Tsushi Yugi in the mysterious play, it's an old anime from like the 90s. In this one, like, a lot of guys are really pretty, but one in particular is the king of the Conan Empire. and. He is so beautiful that he's literally sparkling. Like they have sparkles drawn on him when he does like a hair toss. People swoon over him. Men and women and anyone. Everyone just swoons over him because he's just a beautiful human. And uh, the main character, Miyaka, she's a bit oblivious to everything. And she just sees how beautiful he is. And they're like, oh, that's the emperor. And she's like, wow, such a beautiful woman runs this nation. She's all excited. And then eventually they're like, no, no, that's man. And then so she actually goes up to him. And he's like, nuh-uh. And she goes up and she feels his chest and goes, oh, okay. <laughs> For comedic sake. And he's fine with it. He knows he's beautiful. He calls himself beautiful. He even says he won't marry any of his concubines because he's far more beautiful than they are. Like Sounds it's... like Lord Rito. <laughs> right? But yeah. um, So, and there are a lot of those in anime I find those really pretty. Even uh Tamaki mm. in Oron. Oh, really? Really? Any of
3: the boys in Oran High School host Club are beautiful, but Tamaki especially. Like when he talks, there's sparkles all over him, and there's a rose background. He has the women swooning over him because he's just so attractive.
0: There's also Tsukasa from My Comedy Romance. It's a it's a it's a boy who, for some reason, that he just looks like a girl. And the main character, he does find out early on that it's a it's a boy, but he he's he's like, that is the most beautiful girl I've ever ever seen in my entire life and then they one of his classmates was like, yeah that's a, that's a dude. Throughout the entire series, he like constantly forgets that he is a he. And not a she. And not a she. Even I forget that it's a guy sometimes. Like, he'll wake up the main character and then he'll be like go out with me. Sometimes they're too pretty.
1: It's almost like they want to blur that line for the viewer to make you, you know, almost like question, what is the real difference between genders anyway, you know? Is it just how we perceive them?
3: Speaking of characters that break gender stereotypes, there's also characters where you can't tell what gender they are at all, and we would call that androgynous. Sometimes they don't even tell you. They just let you wonder. Mm -hmm. And they sometimes fans fight over what gender they actually are. It's like Reddit thread.
2: And I mean, androgynous is more like, they don't really have a gender, so a lot of people thought Juzo, for example, from Tokyo Ghoul, which is my personal favorite anime character of all time. Um, a lot of people he's androgynous, but he is actually a he. Um, When I first saw him, I thought Juzo was a she, but I got corrected, I was like, no, it's a he. And I was like, oh, cool. It's like, I've never actually seen an anime like that before I watched Tokyo Ghoul. And there's another character I really like, um, which is... I actually really love this character because this anime is set in a time period where being transgender wasn't really accepted. The show I'm talking about is Black Butler and um, one of my favorite characters in Black Butler. Um, Her name is Grell and Grell is a male to female um, transgender woman and a lot of people sometimes say oh Grell is a he and I'm like no it's a female like Grell was three
3: years as she. So it's important to refer to characters and people how they want to be identified with the pronouns that they
1: feel is best for them. I like that anime is actually you know um, tackled that issue you know that there's an anime out there that actually embraces that issue and kind of pulls it even if it's subtle mm-hmm. you know, like Ash said that is kind of cool that it's it's in there you know it's, there's mm-hmm. like we said when we were talking about genres there's something out there for everybody.
0: Even the creator of a soul leader created a character named mm-hmm. Krona who he never revealed the gender of the character and people were like, he's a boy. No, uh-huh. she's a girl. All giant arguments. So finally, the creator, he purposely left it out just to create controversy. And he's like, he, he she is whatever you want. Think about it.
3: Yeah, that just about wraps up gender and anime. We covered gender stereotypes. We covered breaking gender stereotypes. And then we covered questionable genders.
1: Ooh, we need to do the spinner for the next episode. crew, do the thing.
3: Gonna land on <laughs> anime this or that. That's where we pit two whatever from two different animes and we pick which one wins or loses. Ah, versus like a battle to the death. That'll be fun. This was Anime Xim, I'm Boba, and I'm Mocha. Join us next time. Peace out. <laughs>